0: do you wish you'd seen more zone throughout the first six games maybe heading into this one or uh yeah yeah maybe you know uh going into it, Kentucky was playing yeah uh all zone or the mostly zone and and uh Toledo's played a lot of zone and and I'm trying to think who else uh that has but really basically nobody's played it against us and maybe it's because we you know we shot the ball particularly well I I I don't know but it, even if we played against zone it would it, it's not the same zone so so we'll, we'll we'll try to attack this a little differently than what we would most conventional zones what is what does make it is it just length that, that makes it so yeah length. And, and, and I mean this is what they do this they, they play their scout report off of zone yeah. offense where most people play to it off of uh, both man and zone okay. so I mean they, they know where the shooters are they they, they know uh, uh, how to tweak it if they're doing something that's hurting it. I mean, Jim knows. Okay, when they get the ball flat, and if it hurts, this is how we'll adjust. If they get the ball to the high post and they're hurting us, this is how we'll adjust. I mean, uh, he 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 would make adjustments. It's not going to stay the same uh, the same shape as as what it is, is what it. You know, four minutes the game it may take a different shape than what it did. You know, to start the game. How far back do you go with Coach Beheim? And uh, I guess. What are your memories of working with him through years? Well, I, I don't go that far back. I, I know that the, the year that we lost to Bucknell, they lost to Vermont. And I've always told them I thought Bucknell was a lot better than Vermont that particular <laughs> year. Uh, but uh, uh, we actually played Vermont that year, if I'm not mistaken, with Coppenrath and, and that group. Uh, but yeah, he, he, it, to me, to me, uh, Jim is one of the brightest guys that we have in our game. Everybody, you know, uh, E. F. Hutton would be giving him way more respect than than, than what he probably should get. But the, in, in basketball coaches' worlds, when when he says things, uh, we we usually listen. Uh, he's been very good with the with the NABC board over time with ideas and 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 beliefs, and, and of course, he's been unbelievably good with uh, USA Basketball over time, and he's one of the best. Uh, talent evaluators, I think that we've seen uh, as evidence through through that. But uh, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a good guy, and and uh, we've only I think I've only had a chance to play against his teams twice, if I'm not mistaken. And, and if that if, if that's right, uh, I'm trying to think that they beat us obviously in, in the Sprint Center a few years ago, and or several years ago, and. Uh, that may be the only time. I, I, I can't remember, but we, we, we haven't crossed paths that much in that regard. How do you manage kind of the lack of depth you have with your team and then go into this portion of the schedule where you're playing teams that are closer to your level and you're going to have to obviously put a lot more effort into <coughs> the plans and the execution during the game? Yeah, I, well, I think, I think uh, uh, you know, the, the lack of depth obviously is a huge factor. If, if, if a guy gets injured or nicked up or, or foul trouble occurs, I think, I think the, the big thing that we have to do is, is, uh, is not put ourselves in a position where uh, uh, the latter becomes a factor, uh, the foul situation, because we play smarter or may pay, maybe pay a little bit better attention to scouting report. You know, knock on wood, we've actually done a pretty good job with that so far. Uh, uh, but that doesn't mean that Doe can't get two fouls in the first three minutes uh, uh, and be and be good calls. So, so uh, uh, I, I think I think we we uh, probably practice smart. Probably practice shorter, uh, get more done in a short amount of time, keep them off their feet as much as possible. Because the reality of it is, if you look at our minutes, it's not any different than it has been. You know. So Devontae's playing 32. Well, he played more than 32 last year, or, or whoever's playing. It's just that those seven guys are, are playing a lot of minutes. It's not like one or two guys are playing more minutes than what they're used to playing. So, uh, but moving forward during this stretch, I guarantee it, those 32 will go to 35, and 31 will go to 33 or whatever. So we, we need to keep them off their feet as much as possible. Were you happy with how Doak and Mitch managed uh, the early fouls? The yeah, game? yeah, they both got one real early. and. Yeah, I thought they did a good job in the last game. It's a little bit different uh, uh, competition, you know, uh, playing against Syracuse Bigs. That's not any disrespect to uh, uh, Toledo at all, but 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 certainly it's it's a it's a comparable size comparison. where, where those guys, or at least Doke was quite a bit bigger. What are some things that Doke can do to be a better defensive rebounder? Uh, well, I, I think you know thinking every rebound is his. I, I, I've always heard that the, the best rebounders are always the ones that want the ball the most. Uh, you can talk technique, you can talk a lot of things, but the bottom line, the guys that go after the ball get the majority of rebounds. And, and I, I, th- I think that, that he is not near as aggressive doing that as what he should. Uh, I, I, I think that you know we're not asking to block out but we are asking to at least check a guy or hit a guy before you release to go get. and He's not doing that very well, so he can certainly improve that. But I think it's the mindset. I, I, I really do because he can show flashes in practice where he thinks every ball is his, uh, but, but there's times where, where, where <clears> I think he relies on Gerald or Marcus just as much as he relies on himself to clean up the boards, and that, that's not going to be good moving forward. Did Landon have a good mindset in that regard last year. Yeah, Landon's a better rebounder than Doak. Uh, at the same. I mean, t- today, Landon would be a better rebounder than Udoka without question. Um, but that doesn't mean that Udoka can't be ever bit as good or better. You know, by the by, uh, by uh, the end of the season, which we're, we're banking on him be, becoming that. What do you think of? What do you think of Syracuse's Pascal Choku so far this season? Uh, he's good you, you know he actually uh, uh, he actually visited here with his with his host family uh, unofficially and and you know of course he's so long I, I, is he well they list him as 72 seven and, 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 and he's legitimate 72 you know the guy from uh, uh, Texas Southern was like that as well and they have similar builds everything and the guy from Texas Southern uh, got the best of us I thought uh, but but certainly he can block shots and you know, he can finish, you know, uh, uh, around the rim, uh, uh, either off catching it and <coughs> dump-offs or, or, or basically, uh, you know, off rebounding. They do a great job of forcing help, which creates rotation rebounding, which allows their their bigs and their long wings to take a run at the basket. A lot of times it's a free run, and, and, and uh, you know, he's good at that, but certainly they all are. What do you expect to see between the matchup, between him and uh, pro Probably... Uh, uh, Contrasting styles, you know, he's he's bigger than Doak, height-wise, and Doke is obviously a lot thicker than he is. So you're probably going to have a, a, a length, explosiveness, <clears throat> in a lot of ways versus you know girth, and 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 uh, and, and you know Doke is going to have to do a good job of trying to catch the ball close to the basket, where maybe his his length isn't much of a factor, as big a factor. Bill, when it comes to maybe attacking the zone. But- any advantages with maybe having that four-guard lineup as opposed to maybe a more traditional one? I do think there's some advantages. I also think that there's some things that aren't as advantage. And if you look at it, if you, most people attack a zone with with two guys inside, you know, you keep a high post and a low post or short corner field. If you do that, you just took one of our best perimeter shooters off the perimeter. So 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 could that be a disadvantage? Yeah, that could be a disadvantage. Instead of having to guard four perimeter shooters, now you're just guarding three you know so we got to come up with some ways to to, to take advantage of our uh, of our strengths which would be our perimeter shooting uh, but still yet you know a big part of attacking the zone is is attacking you know the uh, the high post area as well so so we we got to we got to we got to do a good job where we both where, where we force him to get to shooters but at the same time be able to attack inside of it and with our matchups and lineups we haven't really experienced that yet because it's been Perimeter trying. To, I mean, it's been teams trying to find guard four shooters, and if you play a guy inside, you're only got to guard three. So, so we got we got to come up with some ways to take advantage of that. A lot of that is technique, right? Is there is there a mindset, a mentality, or a philosophy that maybe plays into why their zone works so good? Guys, teams get timid and they don't have that mindset to, maybe, to attack you know, it. You know, we we actually uh, uh, when we played them in 2008, I believe they had Johnny Flynn and mm-hmm. Paul Davis. And I think may have been on the team on Oahu. I mean, they had a really good team. We played them in Kansas City. We actually did a decent job uh, uh-huh. in some ways of attacking. But I think I think the way that <laughs> their zones is, is different now, uh, 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 and they're playing higher on the floor now than what they did then. You know, they they actually went man when we got up about 12, and they beat us playing man to man. So you know, uh, uh, I. I we, we play, we play Baylor's zone. It's not the same zone, but certainly the length is comparable. And There's been times in practice it looks like it's easy, and there you get in the game, and the same things that you thought were open just don't seem open. And so that, that, that's difficult. We, no matter how well we perform in practice, it'll be a different look once you get in the game. Is, that, is James still practicing with you guys, and is he a guy down the line that could help, or is it way too early to even know? Uh, we practice once. And, and we took off yesterday, and so he will be at practice today. You guys get a little bit too uh, uh, too giddy about certain things. Uh, uh, this is no disrespect to James, but it, but if but if he is uh, if he's a guy that we have to rely on to help us, uh, then, then it it that doesn't seem real real good. So we're we're, we're looking at him as, as a practice guy that can come in and be a big body in practice, and, and so. Uh, uh, it you know, but we haven't even completed the trial yet. I'm gonna let him practice the next two days and we'll decide next week if we want to keep moving forward with it, but he seems like a really nice kid and 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 uh but but this is not a a strategic move to to uh, to add depth uh uh when you go on the road and play that 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 that's not it at all we're we're looking at it as a practice type thing and but if he can get to the point, like you said, like, like may, maybe a, a minute or two here or there, I guess that's possible, but we would be no different than, than, uh, than putting Clay in or, 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 or Chris, something like that. How did that uh, whole process come about? Who initiated uh, the interest in James and, and bringing him into the practice? Uh, I don't know exactly who it was. If it was James or his father, uh, I think Coach Roberts got... Saw, saw him at a football game or, or after a football game or something, and uh, he you know, said something, hey, you know, my, you know my son averaged 19 and 11 or whatever in JUCO last year, and so Norm told me about it, and I called David, and of course David's great, and he, he was totally open to him coming out and doing that. Have you ever, as a, as a basketball coach, even somewhere else along the line, had to go to a football team to kind of pick out somebody to help you out with We did it? in Illinois. Yeah, they, they, Illinois had a wide receiver that actually played in the NFL, a kid named Walter Young. And he was a good high school player. And, and for whatever reason, we were short on depth uh, in practice, not in games, in practice. And so we went and got Walter, and, and you know, he came out and helped us for the rest of the year. So, yeah, we, we've done it before. I don't think it has anything to do that he played football. I think it was just that we thought that that was the best possibility on campus. So, Bill, you've got about five guys that average around 60 <laughs> points, and you could argue... Would be headed to some kind of honors at the end of the season if they continue this. Is this? You've had great balance before, but is this, as far as scoring wise, having multiple options? Yeah, I think this is good. You know, we're not going to score this many points. Uh, uh, the, the, the points we're scoring, uh, uh, you know, it's inflated. As you get, it is with everybody. Everybody scoring more points in non-conference. You get in the conference play, by the time you you play somebody a second time, you're just trying to figure out a way to score as opposed to. Trying to think about how many, and so uh, um, you know we've, we've got we've got five guys, and you, you could say Mitch and Marcus, but the reality of it is we've got five guys <coughs> that I think are all easily capable of getting twenty, you know, any night, and it's it's, uh, it's I, th- I think everybody has done that so far. Maybe Malik got nineteen one game or something. So so, uh, uh, but, but has, Devontae has, Doak has, Legerald has, and, and maybe. Has. So I, I would say there'd be few teams in America that would have that many guys that could probably, you know, put up put up some pretty pretty big numbers. Uh, uh, so I, I do like balance, but if, if we had a guy that was averaging 25 a game, I'd like that too. Uh, but but certainly, I think balance is hard to guard. Coach, piggybacking off of that, what does that say about the chemistry of his teams, where people can distribute the ball and, and get it to various players on the floor? I, I, I do think our chemistry. Offensively, he's been pretty good. I, I do think they like each other and that, that sounds like coach speak, but that's important. I think they like playing with each other. So, you know, obviously, you know, if, if, if a guy feels like he's being froze out, then he's not going to be near as willing to make the pass on time on target to the next guy. And I think all teams go through that uh, throughout a season, but right now our chemistry seems to be pretty good in sharing the ball. Uh, so, so, I, I think, I think it, it's, it, 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 it's good. Um, but but I but it's, it's also early, and so uh, you know we'll we'll hope that we that the attitudes and 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 the unselfishness continues, and, and I th- I think it will. But sometimes it's not the unselfish play that gets you. It's unselfish it's I mean not selfish play that gets you. It's the selfish thoughts. So when a kid or whatever starts thinking something that maybe is a little bit non team centered or and which would make it selfish, then then, then even though it may not have the appearance on the court of affecting you. It does affect your chemistry. And right now, I feel like everybody's playing pretty much with a free mind. Well, in the team that you see around the country, especially in the one-and-done era, do you see a lot of other teams uh, suffering from from that type of mentality? Uh, maybe maybe. Uh, you know the, it, it's hard for coaches, I think, to ever to ever uh, say what other teams are are suffering from or what's bothering other teams if they've never been in their practices or don't know the kids. It's easy for the fans to. To say those things, but as a coach, you got to respect it enough to know that there's so many different factors involved and something like that. The appearance is to me that it would be much more difficult to get one-and-done type guys to play totally unselfish, not because they're selfish, because they're high school kids coming in and they've never been asked to play that way before. But if you look at our, if you look at us over time, I don't think that's ever been a major problem with us. I think our teams. For the most part, have always shared the ball. Now we've had some teams that I didn't think were as good a passing team, so the parents may be that we didn't share it as well. But that, that it wasn't because of, of, of bad thoughts or selfishness; it's just because that skill set probably wasn't as prevalent as what it is now. This this early in three common opponents is that positive, negative, irrelevant? Irrelevant. Okay. But it's because of the tournament, right? You, you know, know, but but. Or is this? This is a tournament, right? Yeah, We're yeah. playing, So, yeah. didn't so, feel like it. Huh? Didn't <laughs> really feel like. A, didn't feel like the Maui Classic much. But, uh, and I'm thinking Jim would agree with that. But I, I, I think that's totally irrelevant. So, what do you think of Syracuse's point guard? Like, well, you know, basically it's the strength of their team. You know, they. they uh, their two guards are—I I could be off a little bit, averaging about 19 and 16—and and they can both go get their own shot. And they both have great size, <coughs> and, and, and uh, uh, certainly, uh, you know, to me, Howard is is a guy that can put pressure on you and and, and, and uh, get his own shot. Both and, and Battles obviously is a guy that can score, but but to me, they're they're playing with with two guards. Two true guards that, that that they're very content with the, the ball in either one of them's hands, but but they look to score when they have it. No, Bill, that historically, obviously, you probably like to play with two bigs most of the time, but with the success of the four guard lineup last year and the way this team is playing, you change your thoughts on that at all? You're warming up the thought that maybe this could be something to do more in the future? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know, but, but uh, I will say this the four man needs to be. Uh, uh, six foot eight or six foot nine. He can really shoot and really handle. And then you can play any way you want to play. Uh, but 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 the reality of it is, we're playing too small right now. I, I hate to I'm not. You know, it may be the way we play all year, but it puts a lot of pressure on small guys to be able to defend and and without fouling and and, uh, and rebound the ball consistently. But it is hard for the other team to match up. But but. When, when, when you when you say it, Josh is different. Josh, we played four guards last year, but Josh was six foot eight. And he was I don't know if he led our team in rebounding last year, but he he he, he played bigger than that. His activity level was so, so much better. Uh, I, I I'm not I'm not sure that, that that we've accomplished that yet with LeGerald or Speed, but I do think having guys behind the arc that can shoot it makes makes them hard to guard, and it certainly helps you Udoka inside. Do not expect any billing news soon? No, no. Well, I don't know. I I, I haven't talked to anybody today. I visited about it yesterday, and and, uh, when you you say there's no movement, uh, that would probably be a false thing to say if you just looked at it like it's not like your car got towed and it's just sitting over there. I mean, when you say there's no movement, there's no movement on conclusion, but there's certainly... Uh, a movement on on trying to do everything to get a quicker conclusion so so uh but but uh i don't i personally don't see it happening in the next 2 days uh, but you know we can be hopeful during warm ups he seems it's hard to tell anything during warm ups but he seems happy and i mean is he taking this well he seems like a like nothing's bothering him no no no, no. I, the, the, he's he's taking it very well but it, the, there is something bothering him. i mean there's no i mean there's no doubt about that he's He's not—he's not excited that this is happening by any stretch. Nor are we, but we know we got to deal with it. And and he's handled it very maturely, and and uh, he's been a good teammate. So so I, I think there has been some positives uh, from from that regard. But but sometimes you know people can say you know that they're they're uh, adjusting and and have a great attitude, which he does. But that still doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. And 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 uh, certainly you know that's the case with him. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Thanks for the Thanks, Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.